The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data. Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome back to the last episode of Telemarketing Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we've been doing a deep dive into one of the most underutilized and misunderstood channels of marketing, telemarketing. Each day this week, we're going to publish an episode that discusses what you need to know to make the most out of your business phone as a marketing channel. Joining us again today is Mark Sullivan, who is a full-stack SaaS marketer leading the multi-channel customer acquisition team at CallRail, a sponsor of the MarTech podcast. CallRail provides intuitive software that enables marketers to understand what makes their phone ring through call attribution, routing, and conversion rate optimization services. And so far this week, we've covered a lot of ground. We've talked about the misconceptions of telemarketing, how to drive inbound telemarketing traffic, the technology you need to analyze your inbound telemarketing strategies, how to optimize your telemarketing campaigns, and today we're going to discuss the future of telemarketing. Here's the last installment of Telemarketing Week with Mark Sullivan from CallRail. Mark, we've made it close to the finish line. Happy Friday. It's great to have you back on the MarTech Podcast. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. So we've covered a lot of ground, everything from why is my phone ringing and being robo-dialed all the way through structuring, operationalizing, and evaluating inbound telemarketing campaigns To me, the telephone is one of the oldest marketing channels in terms of technology, and it's one of those forms of communication I think marketers forget about and maybe even take advantage of at times. But there's a lot that's changed in terms of the use of technology. I want to talk about some of the overlap between the phone, digital marketing, between the phone and SMS. As we move forward and as the world becomes more technologically savvy, How do you see those three mediums being blended together, or do you think that they're going to stay separate in terms of how marketers view the channels of communication? I think the calls, I don't think they're going anywhere. I don't think phone numbers in general are going anywhere anytime soon. It's an open network. It's regulated, and people are keeping their phone numbers longer and longer and not changing them. So I think phone numbers in general are here to stay. And I think this trend of calling businesses is here to stay as well. I think certain types of buying decisions that happen online that are usually lower ticket items, I think there'll be more automation in that space. There'll be less need for human interactions. And perhaps messaging is going to fill in some of that void. But what I don't see is that the sort of hype about chatbots and messaging bots 
that we've seen over the past few years. I don't see that as fulfilling its promise anytime in the near future. And the reason I don't see that fulfilling its promise and cannibalizing sort of human interactions is primarily because I don't think the average business has enough data to train those chatbots to answer intelligently. So as good as they might be in a certain industry at answering questions and fielding certain queries, I don't think that it's going to be good enough for the average business, given the idiosyncrasies, the nuances of each individual business's geographic market, the services they don't do, the services they do do, or products they do sell and don't sell. So in general, I think calls are here to stay. I think the trend we've seen here at CallRail with calls to businesses is going to continue trending up. We may see a slower growth rate in that as everybody in the, in the world basically has a smartphone now or in the near future. So I, I do think the explosion we've seen in phone calls to businesses, the growth rate will slow down. I don't actually see the volume getting lower. To me, when I think about this and about sort of the overlap between the mediums of communication, I think back to my dad, who was an orthopedic surgeon. He's now retired. And when I was a kid, he had a landline, a separate line that the hospital would call him on. So when he was on call, he knew to come into the hospital to operate. And over time, he had a beeper. As technology advanced, he was able to get farther away from that landline, but he would still need to find a phone through a new form of technology. And eventually, he had a car phone and a cell phone. So people were able to get a hold of him as he was traveling around. So he was less connected to this one device initially. And I, I use that as a metaphor for the trend between how I think marketing automation and digital marketing and SMS and the phone are going to be related. Right now, there's so much work that goes into getting someone on the phone. For most people that don't have call rail, you know, I'll use my business as an example. Someone has to see my marketing, click to my website, fill out a form, get an email from me, and then schedule a meeting. And then either I call them or they call me, depending on the context. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of work. And I think that that's where marketing automation and SMS will come in, is you'll be able to do that data collection and evaluation of a lead through marketing automation, and then schedule a meeting to have the phone call without having to go through all the manual steps. And to me, that's where like all of these different mediums of communication get together is filtering out the people that are less likely to be leads, giving people the information that they need that is superficial or high level. And then when it comes down to actually conducting the sale and building the relationship, that's where you hop on the phone with somebody. And that's where the scheduling stuff gets a little bit easier. And I think we're starting to see that trend now. Yeah, and I think the same trend we could see on websites even where we have personalized call to actions. So if I've visited certain product or service pages on a website that are higher ticket items, higher sale prices, I may be selected in an automated backend environment to see a phone number call to action instead of a form, for example, or instead of some other call to action. So I think more data will help all of us optimize these things. Although what I've seen happen with even marketing automation, all the data we can feed in these campaigns, the deployment of intelligence applied to this data we have takes a lot longer than we expect. I have a hard time predicting time frame for the functionality you just mentioned or the functionality I just mentioned, because its deployment always seems to take much longer than the fact that we know it can be done, if that makes sense. 
Yeah, it gets into, well, I think it was, was a Google duplex. There was the Google service that was basically a voice, I don't know, AI bot, or you probably are better at describing what it is than I am. Do you know what service I'm talking about? Yeah, Google released Duplex as a part of their Google Assistant. And it's essentially a virtual personal assistant that will make phone calls on your behalf to businesses. And they've been working on this for a number of years, and they finally just started rolling it out. And it's interesting, the first reaction when they talked about it at the Google I.O. conference was, that's really creepy. I mean, all the geeks, and I count myself as one of them in the room, were like, this is cool. And the public response was like, oh, this is creepy. Are you going to let the business know they're talking to a robot? Or <laughs> There was all these questions in terms of how this was going to be deployed. And it actually slowed down deployment a little bit. And I do believe they're releasing it to certain businesses now where you can opt in to receiving calls from duplex or not. But I don't know exactly what's going to happen in that world. That's definitely going to impact call volume in some way as it gets deployed. I don't know how great it will be at more complicated conversations that businesses want to have with their customers and customers want to have with their prospective businesses. I mean, I think the way that that rolled out was here are the conversations that are generally so streamlined that we can write the copy for how the conversation goes and get it to a 99% accuracy. Like I'm booking a reservation for a restaurant or I'm booking a haircut. It's like there's only a certain number of services you can ask and you have to pick the date and time. Those are easy conversations to have as opposed to can you sell an enterprise level B2B sales platform? Right. That's where we can kind of see what's been done with chatbots that that are pretty effective in terms of what interactions are they automating without a human-human interaction really well. And I think those will be deployed to functionality like the duplex personal virtual assistant that that Google's coming out with. Because I think that what's happened in chat can fairly easily be applied to duplex. So those painful interactions for booking an appointment, like a reservation, answering really basic questions about location and hours, those kinds of interactions more and more are going to be catalyzed by that new technology. Although Google tries to make a lot of this surface in its search results by giving you hours and location. And they do have challenges getting that sometimes from the business and getting the right information. But I think where they can't and where it's not surfaced by the device someone's using, then yeah, this new technology is definitely going to cannibalize those interactions. Yeah. Going back to your point about marketing automation being more sophisticated, I think that what is more likely to to affect business is the ability to collect some data and understand who's reaching your site and being able to offer different communication paths to them. And the example I would use is when you come to my website, my marketing automation service or my CRM is going to be sophisticated enough to say, hey, we've seen this pixel before. This is somebody that's from CallRail. They were one of my original sponsors. Let's only show them the click to call Ben right now option if Ben is available or give them a time to schedule a meeting as opposed to making you fill out a form and making me get back to you, right? So like that's where the digital or you can SMS and say, I just want to schedule a meeting and then an AI assistant can help you schedule the meeting as opposed to me having to do all of those communication points manually. That's a good point. And I think that ad platforms are also working on doing some of this automation as well sort of advanced bidding algorithms that if you tell me as an advertiser that me being I'm Google, that you want phone calls, the more data I have on what's driving those, the more I can deliver to you. So sort of bidding for the ultimate outcome versus the actual click or impression. 
Absolutely. You get farther down the funnel. Well, I'll wrap up telemarketing week by saying I appreciate you coming on the show and telling us a little bit about how marketers can optimize their business phone. And I'll also say that as one of our first sponsors, it's a privilege to have you on the show. And without marketing automation being readily available, next time you come to my website, you could just feel free to call me directly instead of filling out the form. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate it. It It's great to be on. Thanks a lot. All right, Mark. Great to have you here. And that wraps up Telemarketing Week on the MarTech Podcast. Special thanks to Mark Sullivan from CallRail for joining us. If you'd like to learn more of Mark's tips for building an effective telemarketing strategy, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can send him a tweet where his handle is Bark Sullivan, B-A-R-K-S-U-L-L-I-V-A-N, or you can visit his company's website, which is callrail.com. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, don't worry about it. We've got you covered. Just head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our transcripts and contact information for our guests. If you're a subscriber to the MarTech Podcast, thanks for being a member of our community. We always want to hear from you, so we built benjshap.com slash question, where you can submit your questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. My personal handle is benjshap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P, on LinkedIn and on Twitter. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a weekly stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we've got great episodes lined up over the next couple weeks. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed next week. Okay, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.